Welcome back to the show. It's We Are Live. Chris Dem and Travis Farrell live at Midcoast Studio. Check out Midcoast Media on YouTube. Subscribe. We could use a subscription. Speaking of subscriptions, subscribe to Hillside Animal Hospital and Gateway Pet Guardians. It's Dr. Ed. Hit it, Gardner. Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed. The good doctor is in. Certainly was. Dr. Ed, welcome back to the show. How you been, sir? I've been good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> doing well. You. I know. We uh, Last we heard, we were going to have you in last week, and uh, I wake up, and the clinic is on News Channel's Twitters. There was a small fire caused by some fun, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's seriously, you know, um, Angie, the first appo- the first employee who got there literally called me since I, I really am the closest person. Mm-hmm. Still, even though, you know, I'm not, not there anymore. I mean, and you get that call, you know, fire at the clinic, you know. I'm just like, oh boy, get the hell out of the building, right. you know, be safe, you know. Just throw on some clothes and r- rush down there as fast as I could. It's scary. That is scary. Yeah. But it, it could have been just so much worse. It, it really was just the air conditioner itself which caught on fire. Okay, yeah. so no part of the building of the structure necessarily no. caught on fire. That's good. No. Okay. So, um, gosh, I got there and there must have been like, Three fire engines there, seriously. Oh, my goodness. I can't imagine the sight of that once you roll up and you see yeah. that. I, I, yeah, my nerves. Yeah, I could tell right away that nobody was rushing and everybody, you know, it's kind of like they were cleaning up already. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know. If, I, I wonder, you know, if, if when they get that call of the fire department that it's an animal hospital, that right. they really they just, just like, oh, yeah, we need to, we, you know, we need to get everybody there as fast as we can. Right. You know, but I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. great. Oh some, man, that's so some, scary. Some ill-informed person causes a fire, and uh, <sighs> thankfully it wasn't worse. Have have the have the cops interviewed everybody? Have they talked to everybody who may have lived everybody, in the everybody, in everybody. the area? Yeah. I may have. Yeah, they confirmed your alibi. I know that. I'm about mm. to say yeah. that. So somebody, so somebody <laughs> kicked. Uh, they knocked over the unit on the roof and broke in. Yeah, you know, my first thought was that they like cut a hole in the roof you know i think i watched too much law and order and stuff like that but right. it turns out that they literally tipped you know one of those big huge heavy units over you know and then dropped down through the duct work what yeah mm-hmm. and let, the funny part was and we didn't notice it right away they literally they took one of our big landscaping rocks and this thing had to weigh like 50 50 pounds All right and they somehow they carried that thing up on the roof without a ladder what they, yeah and then they dropped it down to break through the ductwork. How do you know there the was no ladder? Because they figured out they climbed up on a on a shed. Oh, okay. Climbed up on a fence and then Jeez. top of the shed and then that's crackhead strength. That is. Yeah. yeah, and then because we found this, we didn't even notice it until like you know a little while later that this big huge rock was on like top of one of our cabinets in our farm. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. So they got out with a little bit of money. And they got out with some money. Um, yeah, I mean they didn't they didn't take any drugs. Um, either they didn't look for them or they didn't know where the narcotics were, but there was all the antibiotics and other things, which... Were there any, were there any scratches on the carpet or anything? Scratches on the carpet? I don't know. Could it have been a cat burglar? Uh, Uh, I'm going to end this stream. Thank you. I'm going to end this show right now. (laughs) And I would concur. (laughs) Dr... We uh, all have to apologize. We do. I like to apologize. I'm a dad. That's uh, a good dad yeah. joke. <laughs> you shouldn't have to. Did you make that, that joke uh, there? You're no. going to do that now? No, I didn't. No, no, feel free. Bad. It's yeah. yours. It's yours. Oh, man. That is just. A, and my thing is. We may have to do some lab tests to figure out who got who broke in. <laughs> I mean, that is. So property damn. Hey, hope. Now you're going to CSI oh, all of a yeah. sudden. You know, maybe do some, maybe do a CAT scan. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Started, damn mm-hmm. it. <sighs> Denman. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, Travis is trying to think of one of his own. That's why he's pausing <laughs> now. <laughs> he's upset he hasn't joined in on the uh, fun yet now. I, you got nothing, do you? I couldn't have done the crime because I was too busy taking a cat nap. Oh, no, okay. Are we done? Kim's get one, get Kim. one in, Gardner. Come on, I, I got nothing. Come on, Gardner. I'm not gonna oh, force you. Know, they, it. They Claw have, your way back into this conversation. Uh, they do have a lead on uh, who it was. Uh oh. Yeah, it was a guy named Roby. No, I thought yeah. the joke was lead. Yeah, the cat on the hot tin roof. I mean. Oh. oh okay. Jesus. All right. Moving on. Too, too small. <laughs> <laughs> Let's 
good writing, though. Like uh, it certainly is. Uh, gosh, we've got dogs on film to get to. We're talking about Cardinals. Are, is anybody buying into Cardinals trade rumors? Are you? Are it's exciting? What do you mean rumors? They made a trade yesterday. It's <laughs> Who's the new star? Oh, this gentleman, uh, Austin Meadows. Is that a, no? Not Austin no, Meadows. No, you wish it was Austin Meadows. <laughs> Austin Meadows. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the Cardinals have acquired right-handed hitting outfielder Austin Dean. It sounds like a porn star. From Miami in exchange for minor league outfielder D.O.L. Burgos. 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 Dean, 26, was named the Marlins minor league player of the year in 2018. He will be added to our 40-man roster, which now stands at 39 players. Yeah, but after they trade for Arenado, they're going to trade like four of those 39 players for him, aren't they? Who was on the list that they were offering? O'Neal. O'Neal. I think uh, Hudson. Dakota Hudson, yeah. Oh, is this the, court, the one report? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's been a lot put <laughs> out there. I mean, you Carlos can kind of do the math. You can kind of do the math on what they would expect. But, I mean, this I mean, this, this could say that they're getting ready to move an outfielder or something if they're, get, if they're backfilling. Uh, oh, you're using vocabulary now? Wow. Backfilling? That's one of his favorites. That's right. Basically, this is a guy that's going to fill the void that uh, they, that left when they got Our rid of some right-handed yeah. hitting outfielders, so he'll play at Memphis. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. That would be my guess. In 2018, they and they made sure to tell you he was the minor league player of the year yeah. for the Marlins. Because Don't forget that. Because that's going to be very significant yes. when he's playing at the minor leagues. And, you know, in 2018, whenever all their good minor leaguers were on their major league team. That yeah. Nothing like that getting that year. prize also, by the way. And success, look, success is success. The guy's a professional, but at the age of 26, you don't want to necessarily be minor league player of the year. Yeah. Hmm. But, hey, go for it. You go don't, for the Cardinals. You don't want to be the guy. Do you or do you not want to be the guy that has the most home runs in minor league history? Right. Mm-hmm. You don't want to. Uh, I don't know. I, I, you know I, I'd like to see this trade happen. I mean, I've always been a fan of Arenado. It's, it's been the point's been raised, but immediately it's like, how weird is that? If you're now at this point, we have 30 year Rockies fans, right? 30 years at yeah. least, or around that. Close. If you're how around. weird is it that <laughs> this would be your third? I mean, outside of Dante Bichette, we won't count Anders Galarraga because he was the Cardinals before that. Your cornerstone players, now the third one coming to the Cardinals. Larry Walker, yeah. Matt Holliday, and that okay. would be Nolan Arenado. That those are your those are on your Mount Rushmore. Historically, yeah, I think if you were to look That's back weird. at the transactions between the yeah. Rockies and Cardinals since the Rockies' inception, yeah, that is the the the, the throw dynamic. in Daryl Kyle if you want. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You can. It's uh, very unique. I didn't think about that. That is very. The only player maybe is not the one who is Mister Rocky, which is Todd Helton. Right, Tulowitzki would have been my next choice. Who would have been Tulo would have been a lot of people cry, yeah. cry for. Todd Helton is the ultimate the, Rocky. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Carlos Gonzalez. I remember people craving for him for a long time. Charlie Blackman. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Blackman. Blackman. Yeah, so maybe it's yeah the relationship between the <laughs> Cardinals and the Rockies. Right I don't know what's going on. Not much. Uh, my Larry Walker story. You have a Larry Walker story. Yeah, not personally. Not he had personally, a labradoodle. No. Brought him in. No, it was it was right after the trade. You know when he came. And um, I think I took my middle daughter, Gina, to the game. I think it was her, you know, her straight A tickets, you know, way up high. And, uh, All right. Did you ever yeah. get those? Yeah. Did you? Know, so Gina, yeah. Gina's a, she's just a really quiet, you know, doesn't, you know, really quiet kid. And uh, I'll just never forget this moment. I think Larry came up and he hit, it was one of the very, one of the very first games that he was in. And I think he hit a grand slam. And I mean, obviously, Bush Stadium went nuts, right. and it was just. And I look over, and my daughter Gina, who's just so quiet, is just jumping Aww. up and down, and screaming her head off. And I'm just thinking to myself, this is like a Mastercard moment, you that know, with awesome. the father and daughter. Absolutely. Yeah, so that is just, awesome. Yeah, it's just something I'll never forget. That is really cool. That is really cool, man. Larry Rocker provided some really cool moments. He was you know? fun, man. No, Nolan Arenado would be. It would fill two voids. I think the fan base have been clamoring for they the big bat again and then also a star uh and no disrespect to, to goldschmidt i think goldschmidt's going to be a solid player he's going to have some solid years with the cardinals but you you've been looking for a star that the cardinals haven't really had in a while and nolan arenado kind of gives you that box office i don't i don't know 
I think it gives you that box office. Like for okay. me personally, I think even for fans who've been looking for that punch in the arm, little. I don't know what you classify seat. Goldschmidt as then. He's a solid player. Goldschmidt's as good as it gets. He's an MVP, dude. Yeah. Goldschmidt's a star. Nolan Arenado's a star. They're just both stars. You're, just because no, you're, you're more sexually attracted to Nolan There's Paul Arenado. Goldschmidt, solid, and then there's Nolan Arenado, perennial NL MVP. No, you just like you just like you dislike the Ned. Yeah, Flan- crazy. The Ned Flanders factor. I with think your Goldschmidt. evaluation of baseball is extremely. Nolan Arenado is probably one of the best defensive and, players and in I all have, of baseball. And so I have Goldschmidt yeah, Charles Paul and, yeah. and I have history on my side to prove that point. I have stats on my side that say otherwise. <laughs> that Nolan Arenado statistically has been a better player. Here's the thing: you don't listen to anything that anyone says because I have not said a bad word about Nolan Arenado. You, but I, said I simply star. said yes. I was talking about Paul Goldschmidt. I said not a word, not a single word about Nolan Arenado, and you somehow turn it into I'm besmirching Nolan Arenado. I didn't say you were besmirching. You I said, just said that. I said, I said Nolan Arenado is a bigger star than Paul Goldschmidt, and I was saying I would, statistically they're, they're I can on, back that up. on the same level in terms of numbers. Okay. All right, you said you had the statistics. Let me hear. No, them. I'm gonna pull them up. We're gonna oh, I thought you had them. Well, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, not an encyclope- I'm not an encyclopedia. I thought you analyzed you right this one already. I, I, I don't career, need to overanalyze enough. Career WAR Arenado's much higher. Yeah. I'll give him that for sure. Two point eight for. They're, uh, they're both. They were both stars. Two point eight for uh, Goldschmidt. Five point seven for Arenado. That's absurd. Yeah. Can somebody explain that stat to me? Wins above replacement, so it's a combination of a bunch of things that say he's that much better than if he didn't have him. He's good for almost six games a year that he directly influences. Wins over an average level uh, replacement. Yeah. An average player at that pos- at that position as well. It takes into account position because it tries to evaluate. It tries to narrow down mm-hmm. uh, as much as it can. Um the numbers themselves. But uh, you could probably argue with what percentages are placed on. Because it, it, it takes defense into account as well. Um, and so you have to be careful when looking at that number, just how much offensive or defensive numbers impact the number right. that you're getting back. I Because that was why Jason Hayward had a high war. Yeah, I know. I know. Offense obviously is the flashy part of the game, but I just, I just love good defense. I mean, and Arenado's you know, the best there is. At, yeah, I mean, it's him I mean, and Matt Chapman at third base. Of, yeah, think about how many the third baseman. Think about the third baseman that we've had in the past. Rendon's not as good as Arenado. No, I don't think so. Not as defense. But I mean, gosh, you know, Roland, Ray Machado, Pendleton, Re- Kenny Reitz. How many of you guys? Do you guys remember Kenny Reitz at all? Mm. Oh my God! Mm. You know, you know the name. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I've seen to, Kenny around. They used to call him the Zan- Zamboni. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God, he was like he was one of the most underrated, uh, the best defensive third baseman ever. He just he just he could you know he he hit for average, but he he wasn't you know a big hitter. But oh my gosh, he was probably one of the best ever. Yeah, I mean when you combine <clears throat> defense and offense at third base, I mean it's Machado and and Arenado. I mean that's the conversation to me. Rendon keeps getting brought up. I mean, he. I just. He's not as good to me defensively as. Yeah, he's good, but I don't think he's. I mean, uh, here, here's a good phrasing, Travis. Actually, I would say, um, Paul Goldschmidt's a star. I could take Arenado to another level and say he's transcendent in a way. I mean, forty-one home runs, three fifteen batting average, hundred eighty-five hits, four five point seven. That's a. And then another Gold Glove again this year. The yeah. Guy is a, uh, he would become the face of this franchise. Yeah, I, here's the thing. I'm not going to say anything bad about Nolan. No, I didn't say. I didn't say anything bad about Paul Goldschmidt. I said when you compare the two, it's it's without a doubt in my mind that Nolan Arenado. When you think faces of the game, you think Arenado, you think Trout, you think Judge, you think those are the mm-hmm. guys you think of as box office that will get people to truly come down to Bush Stadium on a Tuesday night. And the Cardinals haven't had that in the last few years. Goldschmidt Goldschmidt doesn't do that. that. And no disrespect. I'm not saying he's not a good ball player. I'm saying as far as. He's more than solid, though. He's a solid. No, he is. And he put up. Now, look, he was huge in the playoffs for the Cardinals uh, up until, I mean, everybody sucked ass against the Nationals. But I I just think as far as there's been a lull kind of where people have been looking for that, 
that guy to go out and buy that jersey again. And I, I'm just saying as far as what's been missing, we talked about at the end of the postseason last year about how the crowds were thinner and even just the energy. You've said it yourself when you were at the Nationals game that the energy just didn't feel well, like it had in the past. And I wonder... It well, was difficult. You, <laughs> they were getting no You were surrounded by champagne and celebrities and Academy Award nominees. Mm. Excuse us. Well, while it, everybody was freezing their ass off. But it was also... The Cardinals were getting no hit for seven innings. That, that also Annabelle Sanchez at the age of 49 yeah. shut down the car. But I think a guy like Nolan Arenado immediately makes the Cardinals... Puts them up there with uh, the Dodgers and Nationals as probably the favorites in the National League next year, right? I just think it's just I, – I, I would say yes. Okay. But, but I, don't, I don't know what you're giving up as okay. well. True, so you have true. to tell me all that when it's involved. I will say, I mean, I think Austin Dean – you son of a bitch. Why what? are you bringing it back up? Because I think people would buy his jersey because he's a cool guy. Here, let me show you a video. Okay, why is he so cool? This is Austin Dean. <laughs> In a Marlins game. <laughs> Bam! Oh, that's pretty dope. That's really impressive. That is stupid. Re- that's what you got to do at Marlins games. That's that was the most entertaining team. thing that happened at that you stadium. What are they going to do? Put a can up on second base every time they need to make a throw there? <laughs> That's part of the deal. Do. Hey, the, catch, the catcher in Major League Two had yeah. to think Go of that. That is very course. difficult to do. That is this insanely is, tough. This is my take on Arenado. And I mean, and I, I think I, I kind of see him and Goldschmidt in the same frame as such that. You know, they're just like quiet super superstars. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I definitely. I, I don't know as Def- much about him, yeah. his personality, but Goldschmidt came in and man, he just he just did his job. Yeah, you know, quietly but very effectively. He was as advertised. Everyone said he's a very humble, quiet to himself family guy, and he was exactly that last year for the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like I see Arenado. I mean, if he's different, I mean, obviously I'll find that out. But I mean, but that's that's kind of what I want. I, I want a Scott Rowland type of guy yeah. who's going to hit a home run and then you know sprint around the bases. Well, Arenado's he, got a little edge to him. Yeah, he does. But he's got a, he's got a little carpenter in him. But that's good. But carpenter, you are talking about an infield with Nolan Arenado? Yeah. A Goldschmidt, four, four gold loves me. Cold Wong, Paul DeYoung, and Yadi Molina. Like okay. that's a watch, defensively, watch, that is watch, pretty fucking solid. Watch Paul DeYoung uh, be the only one who gets a gold glove because he just looks so good <laughs> from all of their just suffocating defense around it. But no, it's just that's. I mean, you, you look at an opportunity. I think if the Cardinals have a chance, and I love Dakota Hudson, and I think though, but if that's that's the deal, if some of the players they've mentioned, Tyler O'Neill, and obviously that's just speculating. I pull that trigger today, baby. Let's get Nolan Aaron out on a Cardinal uniform. Oh, I yeah, take that no I'm doubt. Excited by so it. I hope. So I hope it does happen. I think it will. It just feels like, man, you guys are getting pretty close to the water's edge to not pull that trigger. I, you know, I don't know what outside of the Rockies blowing up the deal by asking for Flaherty. I think it's all over, but the semantics. It well, feels like. Remind me. Maybe Gardner can pull it up. Who were the besides Hudson and O'Neill? There were two others that were mentioned. I mean, I'm sure there's been lots of rumors about. Oh, Carlos Martinez was another name. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, look, I and I would love Carlos to be part of this rotation. Man, losing two rotation guys would, t- would really be tough in Dakota Hudson and Carlos. So I don't know that that may dent the Cardinal chances a tad bit. Losing those two because Dakota is 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 rounding into form. However you feel about wins, he was your wins leader last year. And and so Carlos, I think Hudson what sixteen and five. Matt uh, Matthew Liberator. And then the, the guy, they, the guy they just traded Jose Martinez. Ah, uh, you can't, you can't. I don't think you can get get somebody like that, their number one prospect, and then trade him away. I just don't think. I don't believe in that. Man, yeah. Especially whenever you're only guaranteed two years of. Arenado. Yeah, I, I wouldn't agree to throw him in there. And I don't see Arenado giving up the, that, that option. There would have to be up. compensation. Yeah, for doing so the Cardinals so. can buy it out. And, and actually, I, I think that it's part of the CBA. Is it? Well, at least, okay. or at least the players' union probably wouldn't. Uh, they would, might get involved. Like, if you give up an opt out, gotcha. That you have to be compensated in some way. I think Arenado's the kind of player, though. He's the transformable player, especially for the future. You see Wainwright. You see Yachty heading out. We don't know we're going to get out of Carpenter. Uh, you want a personality to, to hang your hat on and a guy that can carry a team. Nolan Arenado is one of the best to do it. And hell, take your chance. Get your two years in. Got two years to roll your dice. It won't be because the Cardinals don't have money. So 
at the end of the day, if you can get that guy in for two seasons, I'll take it. Take it right now. Don't you, think that, don't you think that if, if they do pull this trade off, that Carpenter's either got to be included or got to go? I, mean, I think he, he I don't would probably it. be included. He probably wouldn't probably be included. He can't. He can't. I mean, a guy like Carpenter, that can't be in the outfield. No, and I think if you're the Rockies, they that would have to be. They said that too. Cardinals said they ain't, they're not trying to put him yeah. in the outfield. I don't, I don't know if he would be included or not. I mean, because we always take as fans the perspective of what you want to give up. I mean, why would the man? What do the Rockies want? Right. Right. I, you so, have, that he could go to Colorado and research his or restart his career. Well, you feel like the Cowboys do the Rockies think that way? Yeah. I don't know. I Maybe. would think not. Yeah. Um, Especially for the direction where they're trying to go. But what would what would allow that to happen is if you're paying off some of that contract, then. right? So you'd have to probably now, take on Arenado's and also pay off some of Carpenter's contract. Let's be realistic here. Arenado grew up in Newport Beach, California, which could not mirror St. Louis more. Mm. When I talk beautiful, uh, <laughs> most amazing places to live in the country. It says beach. I says, I say St. Louis, then Newport Beach. And I think the property values reflect that. You would, uh, most <coughs> publications, travel magazines would agree with you. Have you been to Newport Beach, Dr. Ed? Uh, yeah. I haven't been to Hawaii, but I think Newport Beach is the best place ever. It's amazing. Newport Beach was like a, a it felt like, you know, you would watch those sitcoms back in the 90s where everything in the neighborhood just seems just right. And you're just like, man, I would love to live inside that TV show. That's what Newport Beach was. You want to be like, a 53-year-old with abs and yeah. own a small tech company and surf at 11 a.m. every day? You go to Newport Beach. Let's go down to the sock hop and then let's go surfing. That actually sounds terrible to me. <sighs> it's such a great place. Really? <laughs> Paradise sounds awful to you. Well, I'd have to work to get those abs, number one. <laughs> You'll be outside you're walking. Surfing. You're surfing all the time. That's I want to be with water bears. I want to be with sharks. <laughs> it's you're, not you're bear hair. bears. Hey, I saw I saw a Gardner t-shirt yesterday. Oh, God. Yeah, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, except for bears. Bears don't kill you. <laughs> yes, they will. Thank you. They most certainly will. They're apex predators. <laughs> uh, Yale Hollander letting us know, Dr. Ed, expert on cats, dogs, and birds, like the Cardinals. Also, oh, Yale nice. said my cat burglar joke wasn't even trolley worthy earlier, and I just damn oh, hardcore. Is that is that the, how we categorize or decide the ratings of jokes? Trolley worthy, yeah. Is it trolley worthy? Mm. Is that going to get fired back up? <laughs> I don't know. All right, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Now. All right, so let's play the game. Yeah. Oh, streetcar named undesired there available now. Byjack.com. Yeah. Get your t-shirts, everyone. In gray or blue. You should send it to your folks out in the St. Louis uh, County Council. And because oh. Yeah, we'll tell right. you what. I would send one to Steve Stinger. Yeah. Oh. I, uh, shout out to uh, cigarettes in there too, Third cool. Degree Glass <laughs> Factory. Have you guys been there? <laughs> no, I've heard of them. Third Degree Glass Factory. Have you been Del- there? Delmore? On Delmore. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. Yeah. Went there with uh, our comedian friend. They invited him. And I went and all that stuff. But I drove through the loop. And it was really nice that that damn trolley wasn't in the way at all. Mm. It was nice. Yeah, you know, I just came back from Chicago over the weekend. I was at a a leadership conference, you Mm -hmm. know, um, put on by the American Veterinary Medical Association. And there were some really interesting uh, topics going on. Uh, Obviously, cannabis usage and and Mm. guidelines, you know. they're they're trying pets? Yeah, they're trying to, you know, this is our governing body, basically, of the veterinary medicine and they're trying to, you know, come up with guidelines, you know, and make sure that it's used responsibly oh, and put okay. out, you know, a consensus statement and all that. And, um, you know, but there was confusion on the schedule. You know, they, um, one of the meetings that was supposed to be talking about cannabis usage got scheduled at the same time that they were talking about stray dogs, you know, and the problem with stray dogs. So, you know, kind of thinking, you know, they had, to, they had to change the title of that meeting since they were thrown together. They called it Dude, Where's My Cur? Okay. All right. I've been shaking my head here for 20 seconds because yeah. I knew that this was going in a certain direction and I was waiting to see where it ended. And I thank you. Did it end good? Yeah, I, I think so. Now, was your use of... Because co- that was so detailed Yeah, was and, and I, took some time to get there follow up. that it made it even better. That was... You know what that was? That was trolley worthy. Okay, follow up question. It was trolley worthy. Were you speaking in terms of it's a dog that won't fight, or is it the breed of cur that barks at squirrels and trees? 
doesn't matter. I mean, let's, let's, let's multiple kill, uses. Let's kill the joke without <laughs> overanalyzing it. Okay. Would Michael Vick hang that joke in the backyard by a tree? Oh, no. Ooh, I, was, well, I mean, what? Ooh, man. Sorry. Not trolley worthy. No, not trolley worthy. Not trolley oh, worthy. I was just not even metro lake worthy. Oh. I would call the cops. Oh. Michael Vick had courage. Oh, all right. Boys and girls, yeah. it's time for the game that we all know and love. It's time for Dogs on <laughs> What's so funny? I don't know. Dr. Ed's here. It's been a minute. Missed him. So just happy. Do we have a new one or is this a retread? Or? This is a new one. Oh, this is a new one. This is 2020, baby. You're the disappointment. Like, oh, like, oh, a retread. No, retread. I miss Sean. Old one from old back in the day. <laughs> yeah, we all miss Sean. Yeah. It's been a minute. We couldn't. He got uh, injured again, though. Oh. He broke his foot. Oh, Dr. Ed. Could you work on Sean? We put a cone on him. There's only. We put a cone on him so he doesn't lick his foot. There's only one thing to do with Sean if we're betting Oh, no. Yeah. You're going home with a new shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll go to the farm. Oh. Oh. He'd like a farm, though. He would actually oh. That's just murder, man. Actually, he and I talked about it. That's not about, how it works. It's just murder. His, uh, you can put a cone on Sean and then put a swizzle stick coming out of the top. Oh. Nice. Make it look like a Here, drink. boy. Yeah. It's like a walking <laughs> martini. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. We'll have, have olives on it. Oh, poor Sean. Oh. Hey, I'm running low on olives. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> I still, God, I don't know why you did this to me, but I still remember the time he's at the bar, grabs his drink. He always grabs his drink with he drinks with two hands oh, like man. this, and he grabs his drink. It's not his drink though; it's a glass of water somebody who's sitting next to him has, and he took a big gulp out of it <laughs> and spit it everywhere. And he's like, "That's not my drink." <laughs> So his body rejected the water. The body. I just love. I just. I, I could it's not hydration. stop laughing he at it. Could not stand yeah. hydration. Body said no to water. <laughs> body said no to. Before before we get into it, can I give a dog tip before we? Uh, oh, get started? okay, yeah. What do you got? Uh, don't trim your almost fifteen year old, uh, still very energetic and very life filled dogs uh, nails at six a.m. If you're not prepared to uh, deal with the. Uh, Listen, I woke I woke up short. early. Oh. No, that cuts too short. It's just it's a it's a very big ordeal no matter what. So they probably get longer than they should because I hate it. And uh, yeah, there was a lot of uh, there's a lot of just dealing with that this morning. Talk talk to Good your, way to talk start to your day. vet. Talk to your vet about getting some drugs seriously. It, like, like oh, like sedatives even for not, old dogs. Well, it's not a sedative. It's an anti-anxiety like oh, okay. trazodone. We use it a lot for. Dogs who are really too anxious to come into the clinic. Mm-hmm. And you could use it for the same purpose. You can give them a dose. They'll and, just you chill know, out. Yeah, it'll just chill them out. It, you know, they may, they may not lay there and let you do it completely, but I mean, but it should make it a lot less anxious for so them. So I'm pretty accurate and quick with it if she'll just be still. But there's a whole process. Uh, trazodone. Okay, I'm going to get Oh, God. Oh, no, no. Trazodone from your veterinarian. Oh. Got it. Thank you, Dr. You got to have a, you yes, have a pet, you, though, Chris. So you got to have a pet to get some. Oh. Let me work on that. Hey, what's Holly doing later? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Um, okay. Dogs on film or... On film! On film! Because we've used a lot of dog movies. How's it work, Gardner? Well, we got six movies. Okay. Three sets of movies. Three pairs. We pit one movie against another. You have to guess which one is a better score according to Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. If you get it correct, you get a point. So you can max out at three points. If at the end of those three sets we have a tie, then we have a seventh movie as the tiebreaker. You must guess closest to the actual score in that instance. So it won't be one against one. It'll just be closest to the actual score. And throughout, I will let you know if I think one of you or a group of you is right or wrong. If you're right. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. If you're wrong. (laughs) I don't want to hear that one very much. Nope, nope, nope. Who won last week? Travis? Me. Yes. I don't know. Travis, you won? Oh, yeah. You won last week when Dr. Ed was out. Um, So Travis is our uh, reigning champion as it stands. Woo! Uh, Now, to help you out a little bit here, we do have some themes. I won't tell you the themes right away. Dr. Ed likes to guess a little bit on them. But each grouping has a theme. And also, with each movie, my friend Sean, 
went over to his place yesterday. He uh, he reads brief descriptions of the movies in case you haven't seen them to give you some of the details and help you out in making your decision. Mm. So you can have some information when trying to decide, okay? So are you ready for your first pairing? The, the overall theme is rotten, rotten tomatoes. Mm. Mm. Well, that's that's the scoring system we use. It's a very it's a it's a venerable website, if I, as I've been told, that judges movies, and effectively, is what I'm told as well. Fair enough. And is fair. I'm told. <laughs> what else am I told? What, what are you told? <coughs> That's what they say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, your first pairing. Here's your first movie for Dogs on Film. How you doing? Fine, thank you. How's your foot? Swollen. Why? Because oh, it's no. broken. You didn't know it? Didn't know it. Why? Can't feel it. Because I got neuropathy. That's good of the diabetes. You want to see it? Sure. Okay. Look at that beauty. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Watch this toe. It's not even attached. Oh, and I can't feel anything down there. That's why. And now I've got a, a toothache. It's overwhelming this ache. I just called Kathy and said, where are the freaking pills? Where would you stash them? What kind of pills? You know, the Vicodins. I got them. You mixing that with vodka? Mm-hmm. Let's start with the contender. 2000. Thriller. Political drama. Two hours, nine minutes. When the sitting vice president dies, Sen- Senator Lean Hansen. Lane. Lane Hansen. Joan Allen. Is chosen by the president, Jeff Bridges, to be the first woman to hold the office. The selection meets with opposition from members of both parties, in particular, a powerful political adversary who will seemingly stop at nothing to discredit her. Republican Congresswoman Shelley Runyon, Congressman Shelley Runyon, Gary Oldman, her confirmation hearings set off a firestorm of controversy as shocking secrets from Hansen's past are revealed, threatening her personal life as well as her political future. All right. The first one is The Contender. Good moment. Going against... Next up, we have The Professional, 1994. Drama, mystery, one hour, 50 minutes. Matilda, Natalie Portman, oh, is only 12 years old, but is already familiar with the dark side of life. Her abusive father stores drugs for corrupt police officers, and her mother neglects her. Leon, 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 Jean Renault, who lives down the hall, tends to his houseplants, and works as a hired hitman for mobster Tony. Danny Aiello. 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 When her family is murdered by crooked DAA agent, Stansfield, Gary Oldman, Matilda joins forces with a reluctant Leon to learn his deadly trade and avenge her family's deaths. What's kept you away from the local watering hole recently? You missing it? Yeah, a little bit. You know, you know what am I gonna do? I mean, you know. You keep asking me what's going on there. Who's there? <laughs> yeah, who's there? What's going on? You missed the bar, huh? Yeah. Not tonight, though. I'm not working. <laughs> All right. The professional versus the contender. I haven't seen either of these. I'm going with The Professional. You haven't seen The Professional? Mm-mm. Man, get your life together. That is I a apologize. beautiful film. I've seen that one, not the first one. Uh, the Contender I've seen, uh, I'm going to go Professional. I'm going to go with The Clean Sweep just because I, I did like that movie. Okay. So you went with The Professional? Okay, The Professional is a guess. Do you have any guess on the theme real quick? Uh, no, I don't. Two-word movie titles. That's not. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> that's what they are. Well, I win. Uh, Gary Oldman. Gary uh, Oldman's in both of them. All right. Yeah. Everyone's going with the professional. And everyone is... Wrong. The professional, a 73. Mm. The contender, a 76. So zero, zero, zero. This is one of those times when, you know, you two, the first two people go with the same choice. I could have gone the other way, but yeah, went with my gut. I stuck with my my conscience. That's good. You have conviction. Yes. In the game on film. We Damn move it. to the second pairing. 73 Pro The Professional. Rotten Tomatoes. They're liberal, really good. Liberal oh, elites. Sorry, I'm sorry. Ruining our country. Damn woke. Millennials. Okay. All right. Here's your next one. Your next pairing. Your first movie. Here it is. 
Next up, we have Scarface, 1983. Drama, crime, two hours, 50 minutes. After getting a green card in exchange for assassinating a Cuban government official, Tony Montoya, Montana, Montana, Tony, Tony Montana, Al Pacino, Al Pacino, Al Pacino, stakes a claim on the drug, drug trade in Miami. Miami, viciously murdering anyone who stands in his way. Tony eventually becomes the biggest drug lord in the state, controlling nearly all, nearly all the cocaine that comes through Miami. But increased pressure from the police, wars with Colombian drug cartels, and his own drug-fueled paranoia served to fuel the flames of his eventual downfall. Would you have been able to avoid using your own supply? That's why I never got into the dealing sick part of the, uh, you know, I mean, I've had opportunities here. Can you sell this? Hell yeah, I can sell it. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> What are you? I'm not a good dealer. Never have been into it. Would you have liked that Miami cocaine? I've had great cocaine back in the 70s. Yeah, it was pretty fucking great. I mean, really good cocaine. Haven't seen it since. All right. He said the F word. He could have been in that movie. Yeah. True. You've been getting in there. Let me see Sean say hello to my little friend. Maybe he'd be holding up a bottle. <laughs> Except it wouldn't be as intense. He'd just be laughing as well. Uh. Say hello to my little friend. Yeah. It's kaput down there. Yeah. That's one of the most classic lines in the movies. Are we, so we had a weird thing with that. The art director for that used to come into the brewery <laughs> we worked at. He won, uh, or no, he was nominated for an Oscar for another film, but Toys. Ed. Ed, uh, this guy Williams. Ed, yeah. He, he uh, was the art director on that. And he said no one ever, he was like, we didn't think it was. No, it he was like, line. it was. Huh? That line. <laughs> oh no, the whole film. The whole film. Like it blew up once DVD sales and poster sales in the nine in the two yeah. thousands kind of. Yeah, nobody really. It was, it was a cult a, classic. It was a it, box it got office bomb. Yeah, yeah he said he he said he was like I don't know. He was like we enjoyed it and everything. But we didn't think it was gonna ever do that, but it it blew up. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Continue. So Scarface is your first one. Here's your second one. Next, we have The Spy Who Loved Me, 1977. Sci-fi, thriller, two hours, six minutes. In a globe-trotting assignment that has him skiing off the edges of cliffs and driving a car deep underwater, British super spy James Bond, Roger Moore, unites with sexy Russian agent Anya Amasova, Amasova, Barbara Bach, to defeat megalomaniac shipping magnate Carl Stromberg, Kurt Jurgens, who is threatening to destroy New York City with nuclear weapons. Bond's most deadly adversary on the case is Stromberg's henchman, henchman, Jaws, Richard Keel, a seven-foot giant with terrifying steel teeth. Who's your favorite Bond? I kind of like the new guy. Connery is, you know, I mean, it's a, t you know, Connery, fine. I mean, you know, whatever, you know. They were all, you know, who's my least favorite Bond, is it should be the question. Who's your least favorite Bond? Yeah, I guess the Remington guy. What was his name? Pierce Brosnan? Yeah, that guy. I like Pierce Bronson, don't get me wrong, but I don't like Brosnan. him as, a, as Bond. Brosnan. You know who I think they should make James Bond? Mm -hmm. Nicholas Cage. Next, Nicholas Cage. I just watched Face Off the other day. That's a f***ing classic, f***ing the worst movie ever made. <laughs> I love Sean. Wow. I love Sean. So Sean doesn't like Face Off. I don't blame him. Face Off. Face Off. Okay, we have The Spy Who Loved Me versus Scarface. First, the theme. Anyone? I, the first thing I thought of is that you were going to continue the same thing, maybe somebody who was in the same mo in both movies. It is not that. Okay. Miami. No. You want uh, it? No. They both deal with a lot of snow. Nice. There you go. There's your thing. So, Jesus, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Scarface versus the spy who loved me. The spy who loved me. Man, that talk about totally different genres. Yeah, and I'm going with that. The spy who loved me. Same. All right. It's all or nothing. Again. <laughs> I, I, I love gone, it. I could have gone the other I way. I love yeah. it. Yes, no, Dr. Ed, I love it. I, I got to go with my first Yes, choice, I am with you. You got to stay with your convictions. Yeah, gentlemen. I love it. Because it gets you places. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> You're all Best wrong. delivery you've ever had. <laughs> well done, Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> Timing is everything. <laughs> you evil son of a bitch. A 79 for the spy who loved me. And 81 for Scarface. 81 for Scarface. Get the yeah. get the hell out of Scarface. <laughs> I thought Scarface. Brian Tomato Johnson, assholes, man. Get out of here. I thought Scarface was going to be one of those that was like everybody loved, but it had a 58. That's yeah. 81 for Scarface. Get out of here. That movie's not an 81. Just, what do you think? It should just, be 66? Uh, yeah, so like it was fresh, but. It should be like maybe a 58. 
Is it, it wasn't that to, good. Close to fresh? Yeah, yeah it definitely See, ain't just, fresh. That's just Rotten Tomatoes bowing the public, you know. Yes, agree. You know, that is uh, a cult that classic. Mood, it's, 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 look, man, it's got some memorable performances, certainly, but to say that's an 81 on a movie, yeah, I drunk. I had to ride, uh, do bus trips every once in a while with the Linwood football team because I was with the radio broadcast. And uh, I don't care to ever see that movie again because it was on every road trip that we went on. We had to watch Scarf. I mean, that is... Athletes love that movie, especially at a certain time. And I will... I don't ever want to watch the movie again. I've seen it too many times now. I've had it enough. Yeah, I've had enough of it. All right. Oh, we're tied. You're all skunks <laughs> right like, now. That was like Michelle Pfeiffer's first, one of her first yeah. movies, right? She was only like 20-something. She was very young. 20, 21. I know, and I'm, Pacino, wasn't he coming <laughs> off Godfather? Chupino? Yeah. Yeah, like he didn't necessarily need to do that movie. Did he owe a favor? I don't know. He didn't owe a favor. I mean. That wasn't that great of a movie, man. That was not a good a movie. Line. He got a, a line out of it. He's done a lot. Of, I mean, I'm sorry. Was Las Vegas De Niro's best? Like, sometimes people do movies they don't want to do. <laughs> you didn't have to do that to De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, that's so disrespectful, man. You didn't have to do it And whoever like else was involved I think in Michael that Douglas movie. was okay. in that, too. Yeah, Morgan I think Freeman. Morgan Freeman oh. was in there. Listen. Was Tommy Lee Jones in it? It might have been. Oh, oh God. I'm so sorry. Out. Who was the fourth guy in that? that Kevin was Klein. it Michael Caine or Kevin Klein? Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein. It was Kevin, Kevin Klein. Klein. Kevin Klein. Where's he from? The Bolivar. Yeah. Michael Close Douglas, enough. Robert De Niro, Morgan Freeman, and Kevin Klein. Oh, okay. they're the, he went, he went those the are elite the actors. They all do. Where Why? Do they must have. Oh, they must have had the same agent. John Turtletop was the director. Don't forget, uh, Turtle was in that. Was this a Adam Jerry, Sandler Jerry situation Farrar. where we're like, hey, we can do a movie for ten million each? We all get Vegas. to hang out in Vegas together. Uh, maybe, but Turtle Tab's a director. He did. You know, yeah, we know Treasure. National Treasure. Was that about the time De Niro's divorce was going through and he needed some cash? Or did you been? hear what that? He uh, was in a restaurant and he was like overheard screaming at his ex, "If you weren't wasting all this money, I wouldn't have to do these movies." <laughs> That's not a joke. Uh, <laughs> our good, final good period. Stuff. <laughs> oh, no, I wanted to let that one sit a minute. <laughs> Terrible to think of. Uh, one of the best to ever do. It's forced into these uh, things. <laughs> Well, that's how it happens. Now we know. <laughs> All right. Who told you that? I'll look it up. I'll get you the quote. <laughs> All right. Our final pairing. You ready? Yeah. Nobody has a point yet. Here's the first one of the final pairing. All right. Next, we have Cold Atlas. 2012. Or Cold Atlas. <laughs> Cloud Atlas. Yeah. 2012. Drama. Fantasy. Two hours. 52 minutes. Actors Tom Hanks, Halle Berry, Jim Broadbent take on multiple roles in an epic that spans five centuries. An attorney harbors a, fe- a fleeing slave on a voyage from the Pacific Islands in 1849. A poor composer in pre-World War II Britain struggles to finish his magnum opus before a past act catches up with him. A genetically engineered worker in 2144 feels the forbidden stirring of human consciousness and so on and so on. As souls are born and reborn, they renew their bonds to one another through time. You wait to see that. Watch it. You have to be really behind. If I get three in the morning, that'll come out. I'll be, I'll be riveted. No, he's right. I've he's seen exactly it. right. Oh, it's a, it's a very it? good film. I couldn't watch it. I mean, seriously. You loved it? I loved it, but then again, I was, as Sean pointed out, <laughs> I was... Well, that's like that. What's that Leonardo DiCaprio movie with the... Same kind What's of eating Gilbert Grape? Basketball Diaries. See, Dr. Ed, you got to know the movie. Otherwise, you're going to get this for the entire... You, we, if you have a thought, Dr. Ed, you got to know it. Because these two asshats will go on. I am so sorry that you're having to go through this today, Dr. Ed. These are terrible human beings that never let you finish your thoughts. Growing pains. <laughs> You guys Shutter are, Island? <laughs> you guys are the worst. I want to help you, Dr. Ed, but I can't. Yeah, forget it. <laughs> From page6.com, we're told, <clears throat> a source tells us that in a moment of frustration, De Niro boiled over while bickering with Hightower, his ex-wife, in public at a Manhattan bar, telling her, I wouldn't have to keep making shitty movies if you didn't spend all my money. Are you talking to me? <sighs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Oh, God. Mm. Catch me if you can. 
<laughs> J. Edgar. Titanic. I'm so sorry, Dr. Ed, and the worst. It's not the Revenant, right? Yeah, uh, bears. I was thinking bears. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Django. <laughs> what is that? It's the, not Inception. What's the movie? Yes, Inception. Oh, sorry. God damn it. You were on the joke. You, you came it. up yes. with the answer. I should have went with The Departed before this that. Yeah. All right. At least we stopped. Which movie are we yeah, talking we about? Okay. Oh, Sorry, no, we're right. not doing that. Oh, I refuse. What's the damn movie? <laughs> the second movie, yeah. Okay. Cold Atlas or Cloud Atlas? Very good movie. Your Cold first Atlas. One? Cold. <laughs> it's, it's a trippy movie. I think it's the Wachowski <laughs> sisters did it. I'm not sure. Okay. You just wanted to say Wachowski sisters. Yeah, show how progressive I am. All right. Here's your second one. Next, we have a Cilium, uh, no, Elysium 2013 drama, sci-fi, one hour, 45 minutes. In the year 2154, humanity is sharply divided between two classes of people. The ultra-rich, the ultra-rich live aboard a luxurious space station called Elysium, and the rest live a hard, scrambling system in Earth's ruins. His life hanging in the balance, a man named Max, Matt Dillon, Damon, Matt Damon, agrees to undertake a dangerous mission that could bring equality to the population. But Secretary Delacourt, Jody Foster, vows to prevent the pampered lifestyle. Preserve. Preserve the pampered lifestyle of Elysium's citizens. Elysium. Elysium citizens, no matter what the cost. All right. Elysium versus Cloud Atlas. Now, listen, I'm a Matt Damon fan, and I'm even okay with a political message being in, but I did not need to sit through two hours of propaganda <laughs> during Elysium. Having said that, I know what Rotten Tomatoes critics are looking for. Elysium, I'm taking it due to the uh, slanted narrative of most critics. I'm going Cloud Atlas. Oh, come on. you got to pick Elysium <laughs> to keep the theme going. No, nah, man. I'm not going out with the ship. Not with you guys. I'm trying to keep my crown. Um, I'm gonna go with Cloud Atlas, even though I did, had no idea what the. I love that movie. I want to go watch it later. It's so good. So who's Two going Cloud Atlas? Types of cannibals, actually, in Cloud Atlas. What? Who's going Cloud Atlas? These uh, two. Doctor Ed and I. The two doctors in the room. Thank you. Two doctors. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Cloud Atlas is sixty-six. Elysium, a 65. Appropriate rated. I thought Elysium would be like 140%. (laughs) (laughs) It was a 65%. It was fine. Uh, It was fine. It was fine. All right. It was a little bit heavy-handed in the end, but it was fine. I got the point, though. It was still visually a beautiful film. Yeah. So, Dr. Ed and Travis. Yeah. For the tiebreaker. But wait, what was the theme? Oh. Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on a sec. Cloud Atlas and Elysium. Uh Uh-huh. Atmospheric connections. Uh, future. I don't know. Future is kind of where I was going with that. Okay. Because there was both of them were set in the twenty second century. Oh, okay. Okay. Twenty. We'll see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Earth will be here. Yeah. We'll <laughs> nice, look. nice try, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready for the tiebreaker? Tiebreaker. There you go. Is this the tiebreaker? This is the tiebreaker. <coughs> School Ties, 1992. Drama, historical period drama. One hour, 47 minutes. When David Green, Brendan Fraser, receives a football scholarship to a prestigious prep school in the 1950s, he feels pressure to hide the fact that he's Jewish from his classmates and teachers. Fearing that they may be anti-Semitic, he quickly becomes a big man on campus thanks to his football skills. But when his Jewish background is discovered, his worst fears are realized and his friends, Matt Damon, a Again, Chris O'Donnell turn on him with violent threats and public ridicule. All right, then. Well, I've had enough to drink. I better go to the bathroom. Maybe we should go to the bar. Have a nice day. Thanks, but I got other plans. Bye-bye. Mm. <laughs> All right, school ties. Dr. Ed, you go first. I saw this, and it was okay. Um, I still don't think it was that, you know, like, a great movie. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go 72. 72 for Dr. Ed. Travis. I'm going 64. 64 for Travis. Chris? 73. 73 for Chris. It's a 60. Hmm. Travis wins with the 64, I guess. Two straight weeks. For. Do you care for the celebration? TT. You know, it took a fire at the clinic to keep them. You know, <laughs> yeah. Ah. Once a week oh. I was here. Motive. No, couldn't have been. Can't be in two places at once. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. Where were you before that? I can't remember. Oh. Mm. That might be true. You might not be able to remember. I actually believe you on that. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. So Travis is the winner. Nice Woo-hoo! game. Uh, yeah, you like that, dude? Like that? <laughs> yeah, I did it. Mm-hmm. I did it. Yeah, I know. I watched. We're really, really proud of you. That sounded uh, like a bless your heart. It yes, did sound like a bless your heart. We're really proud that. of that you. That rude. Special thanks to our friends at St. Louis Counseling Services. Our Woo! Friends, our friends at Gateway Powder Coating. GPC. Also, uh, Mardi Gras, Inc. We're doing a bunch of cool stuff with them. Mardi Gras! Excellent! You can check us out at uh, the Bacnalian Ball. We'll be hosting that uh, coming up. So check out all the cool Mardi Gras events online. St. Louis Mardi Gras kicking things off. Uh, guys, anything before we head out? Dr. Ed, anything crazy we need to know about in your life? Uh, not much. I'm heading back to Hawaii again okay. in February. Excuse us. Uh, yeah. Then, I'm gonna, then, nice. then it's on to Newport Beach. You, you know. Oh, you son of a... Yeah. I'm going to do it. some relief work out there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hang out at Blackie's by the Beach. It's a good mm-hmm. little dive bar there. Shut no, that's, up. That's, I think that's one of the things, seriously, I'm going to look into is doing some relief work out of town, you know? Yeah? You know, just... Yeah, there's services that do that. I mean... Uh, for example, in, in seriously, in, in Alaska, they hire a lot of vets during the summer. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't want They can't have people there full time, you know, year round, because obviously the winters are so slow. What uh, what, what is kind of uh, what part, and what where yeah, what kind of animals and what part of Alaska? Just regular small animal clinics. Seriously. Oh. Yeah. That sounds really kind. That's prepping really them cool. to be eaten by bears. Uh. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so I mean, that's I, that's one of the things I've heard about in the past, but uh, I, gosh, I have no reason not to look into it now. Well, look, if I kick this uh, drug habit, Dr. Ed, I'd like to be your uh, assistant, if you do. Because be I can a help. moose handler I can be. I can be security. I can be a gopher. I can, uh, I can, you know, I can be the Could you identify an actual gopher? The As the assistant to the veterinarian manager, could you identify an actual gopher? Like if a if a gopher, oh, no doubt, a squirrel, a I, chipmunk, and a muskrat were in front of you, would you know what a oh, gopher Oh, no was? doubt. I would definitely be able to tell the difference between the two. I'd be like, yo, gopher, and the gopher would step forward. Mm, okay. That's generally how it works. Gopher. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, man, if you just, like, I'll, well, I'll let you know when I'm, I kick this habit. But once I do, I'll tell you, I'll be the best assistant that okay, can travel so with I'll you. give you the key to the drug cabinet while you're working on that. There we Good. go. Okay. Got it all figured out. Uh, big thanks, everybody, for tuning in again. Two comedy shows tomorrow night. Come by. Say hello. It's always a blast. We've got a great lineup on both shows. Travis. Gardner, Dr. Ed, great work today. Great uh, work for you, man. Been a blast. Be sure to subscribe to the Midcoast Media YouTube channel. We'll be back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. See you then. Peace. Peace.